Hey, it's Lacey Broussard, and this is the Multi-Orgasmic Mama podcast. From sex and motherhood, birth and relationships, communication and intimacy building, and Taoism and Tantra, we explore topics such as self-care, self-pleasure, body image, jadex, the feminine cycles, creativity in business, and modern spirituality. The Multi-Orgasmic Mama is a place to come for true stories and transformational advice on how to be a mama and a multi-orgasmic woman too. Mariah Freya is our guest today, and she is the founder of Beducated, and she's a sex coach, and she has plenty of online courses that we're going to talk about today. I'm super excited to share her with you. So Mariah, could you just tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, who you're serving, what you're offering to the world? Sure. Thank you, first of all, for having me. It's really a wonderful podcast. It's, uh, it's really great to be here and sharing my wisdom with you all. So um, Beducated is an online academy for mindful lovers, for yeah, curious lovers that want to transform themselves into extraordinary lovers. So we uh, produce, publish, and deliver high-end conscious sexuality teachings on an online course format. So all of our courses, all of our knowledge can be uh, consumed and, and practiced with from your own bedroom. And the amazing thing is we just discovered recently that we are already serving over 49 different countries. And it's just incredible to see that this knowledge is really spreading all over the world. And, you know, for some people, it's really hard to visit maybe a Tantra workshop or a workshop where they learn more about sexuality. So that's where we're really good in is delivering this uh, amazing, precious mindful sexuality teachings uh, just all the way into our bedrooms streaming online very easy (laughs) that's beautiful it makes it so accessible to many people exactly exactly and we do believe that conscious sexuality is really one of the last frontiers in in personal development Uh, i mean there's so much where we can change where we can transform into um but it seems like sexuality is always something that we easily neglect and i'm sure you know that uh, with your own folks and um, so people that come to us that are part of our tribe are curious, uh, conscious people that are really, most of them already done a bit of transformational work, done perhaps a lot of yoga or have been into meditation. And then over time they realized, yeah, there's something more within my relationships that I want to develop. And um, so that's when, yeah, they discover us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, same here. <laughs> <laughs> I get the same phenomenon happen with me. It's mostly people that have, you know, worked on things before. So that's cool. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> well, how did you get into this work? What kind of, what's your story around that? And tell us sure. all Sure. I'd love to talk about that. So, um, well, you said it's like sitting on the campfire. So I'm, I'm allowed to <laughs> kind of show the whole story of how I, how I um, ended up being a, a sex coach and also founder of our company. Well, my partner and I, we're now together, Philip and I, um, over 10 years. 
and it's been an, an amazing journey to uh yeah from the beginning being just a very normal couple um you know having um red glasses on and in the beginning things just flow beautifully and then after about two years or so it's pretty much i think in the statistics of most long-term relationship after two to three years things get more like mediocre more like a routine you know things are kind of you know each other better you know the good and the bad and the ugly and you still appreciate everything but usually there's you know stuff popping up there we, we had certain frustrations that we had in our intimate lives and yeah it was pretty mediocre to be honest uh, our our intimate life and and how we we all of sort of met and sort of um, were able to communicate about what we desired and what we wanted and what we didn't like so it was really hard for us to find a way a sort of space where we could really meet and see each other uh, on that level so um so we we went and traveled together to india and back then i was um becoming a, a sex work uh, sorry not sex, a, a sexual um um Okay, now I'm stuck. Actually, a social worker. That's the word. Stuck on sex. So, okay. so it's, it's kind of stuck already. Like, instead of social, it's just sex. <laughs> That's funny. Anyways, um, so social work was one of my kind of desired job as sort of helping society, becoming a better world, creating a better impact and kind of, yeah, just being better people and helping each other out. So I was always in this helper nature. And um, I was working in this women's empowerment NGO in India, in Oroville, for anyone who knows that place, it's a community. And, um, and I, I was already really, really surprised by the empowerment of these Indian women because they were uh, from rural countryside. Usually you would think of India, very suppressed, very um, conservative uh, way of living, especially for women. There are not a lot of rights and it's kind of very tricky to, you know, kind of be an empowered woman. But actually these women that, so they created self-help groups and it was incredible to see how they were supporting each other and having this sort of space where they could talk and also talk about menstruation and about their husband and stuff like that and was really wow like that's amazing and i was sort of questioning my own western empowerment as a western woman because back then i was feeling also very just like a girl you know it was like 21 sort of very um yeah like who am i to say things or not very confident yeah so um so i met this woman uh, one day she approached me in the morning and she just out of the blue started talking about menstruation and having better orgasms and like it it just appeared and it turned out she was a full-fledged tantrika of course mm -hmm. so a woman who studied tantra and was all into the arts of conscious sexuality and uh i was just blown away <laughs> by her and um and then 
she pointed me towards a tantra workshop in northern India. So I just followed my gut feeling. I went, I together, my partner and I, we went to the tantra workshop and that was pretty much the beginning of a, of a journey. Yeah. And I mean, the tantra workshop wasn't because some people might have certain pictures of what a tantra workshop looks like, but it was very, um, theory based so so we learned certain theory and practices that in theory and then we had homework after the workshop where we practice with our partner and then in the next morning come back with feedback and challenges and sort of shared so that was like just a very very new experience for me to be in such an open sex positive environment and um well, in, in this first night where we had a certain practice, um, I actually experienced for the first time in my life uh, squirting, yeah. which is a female ejaculation. And it was it just incredible. It was for me like, like something fell off, like the proof of, oh my gosh, this stuff is really working. <laughs> There's something there I need to dig deeper into. So we were just hooked and continued our journey with different teachers and stayed in Thailand for three years in a Tantra community and just really immersed into, into everything pretty much explored different relationship concepts and yeah, just really exploring um, our desires, what we wanted, what we didn't want it. And, kind of creating a voice for our sexual being and then empowering ourselves through that. So, so it was for me really uh, conscious sexuality was for me really a way of becoming more confident as a woman. And, and through that, it also helped me to decide to, yeah, become self-employed, start a blog and just do all those things that I'm doing today, pretty much having that confidence, you know, that, that supercharger for, for just feeling, feeling like I'm good enough and I'm able to do this, what I want to do. And, and that was just for me incredible to see that sexuality is not just about awesome orgasms. It's all of that for sure. But it's also <clears throat> of just um, being able to, yeah, show our gifts to the world and really have an impact which leads me back to the social worker in me. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful story. I love it. So you spent like three or four years between India and Thailand. Were you in Koh Phangan? Uh, yeah, Koh Phangan, exactly. Bali, different areas. Um, we, we also, um, so it was kind of a whole journey of seven years pretty much, but um, kind of three years staying there and really immersive. But later on, we really felt a calling of going back to Germany, where my my base is now, and 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 kind of bringing this what we experience, you know, kind of grounding it a bit more, and because it can be quite the bubble yeah. <laughs> uh, when you travel to Bali or Thailand and and go there. And, um, so so I, I, I really felt that I wanted to integrate this and anchor this more into normal life, into daily life, into um, living, you know, meeting different people that might not have anything to do with yoga, but still 
they, we all have a sexuality, we all have a desire, and, and, and I think that's why we're also reaching more and more people, because it's, uh, we're trying to have a very low threshold, and, and it makes it, make it as approachable and as non-scary as possible. Yeah. yeah. I love how people go off to find their thing and then they'll come and bring it home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's definitely a huge service to the world. I feel like I've done that in some sort of way because I just moved back really close to my hometown. For the Amazing. Time I was 18 and it's like, oh, it comes full circle, you know, like you <laughs> go off and find your thing and then you come home and you bring it to your own community. It's so beautiful. And, and, and you won't, you won't believe it. I actually moved back into the same like city part, like where, where I grew up in Munich. So I, I, I came back really to, I, I just lived a few blocks away from where I'm living now. So I'm literally wow. like so close for, from my teenage years. And yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool to, to witness and, and reflect on that from a different perspective for sure. <laughs> yeah. So do you do local workshops and education too, or is just all your stuff online? Well, we, we do focus at the moment a lot on the online aspect because that just requires a lot of focus to really make it work properly. Um, but yeah, sometimes I offer talks and like, like sort of women's circles and things like that. So yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, we haven't had really anyone on the podcast yet that's really spoke to Tantra or any oh, of the okay. techniques other than myself, of course. <laughs> so I'm excited awesome. to have you talk about some of the specific um, techniques that you can share with us that would be super helpful for any. Sure. Yeah. So I know that you are very much known for yoni massage mm -hmm. and you even have an entire course on yoni massage. So can you tell us all about that? What it is, maybe where it comes from even. And sure, sure. into the Tantra world and how it can benefit us. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'd love to. <laughs> so um, the Yoni Massage online course, um, I created it pretty much because it was for me the main, yeah, eye opener and trans the most transformative tool for me personally that I, I discovered in the whole conscious sexuality realm. And, and I was um, sort of practicing together with my partner this practice for years and years until, yeah, we really got the hang of it. And um, I was part of like um, so Yoni massage circles and really, really like exploring and discovering new ways and techniques to go deeper. So for anyone that hasn't heard of Yoni massage, you might have heard of um, a Tantra massage which is very similar, but a yoni massage, I would say, is a bit different because it ultimately derives um, from a neo-tantra background. So one of the main, I would say, influencers was um, Joseph Kramer, who is known for um, 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 sex sexological bodywork. And um, he created um, this practice, yeah, mainly to, to heal the pain and, and the blockages within the uh, women's um, vagina and the yoni, which is ultimately the, the Sanskrit um, kind of an holy word, word for vagina, 
um, also sort of the the gateway of life, the really you know the the gateway of of light ultimately. Um, it is um, a practice where the vagina, the yoni, is being worshipped as something very sacred. And how I teach this practice um, is really on the basis of uh, healing first, and then of pleasure, and also of connection, because these three things ultimately influence each other. And sometimes we use pleasure for healing, and then healing takes place and then pleasure can occur. So, so it is really something that is very, very, a very holistic practice. And it has actually nothing to do with an erotic massage or things where it's just about pleasure. I would say that the first, but most important aspect is really healing. Because what I found, and, and that's something I, that I experienced myself, is that most of us, um, do um, accumulate certain, let's say, little knots. You know, when we sit a lot on a computer, for example, we start to develop tense shoulders and sort of our hips and lower back is not as strong anymore, and there are certain tensions. So, so when we kind of stiff um, physically, but also mentally around a certain topic we start to um, accumulate. And of course, uh, women that experience sexual abuse or that, you know, just experienced simple harassment on the street, like, like a sleazy guy comes up and sort of, you know, says a few really ugly words to you. Even these small situations create um, sort of tiny traumas it sounds very very negative but it is ultimately like little tensions that we develop in the body on a cellular level um, physically but also energetically and um, also of course on a collective level thinking of how many women are still being sexually abused on a daily basis how many women are not allowed to express their sexuality and as long as that is suppressed on a like global level, I think we all still are feeling um, a certain trauma inside of us because we're all connected in, in some way or another. So, so what I found is that many women develop numbness, and um, which means they don't feel a lot inside the vagina, which also then, of course, leads into not having amazing multiple orgasms and being able to really feel and know what's going on. Um, and also pain is another level, of course, that might be there for many, many women, especially also for mothers that have given childbirth. There can be a lot of, um, yeah, postpartum pain and sort of um, <clears throat> depending on, on the birth, there can be scars that might still be um, painful for half a year, year, or even longer, depending how strong um, or also how traumatizing the birth experience was. So um, that's really, really something Yoni Massage works on a lot is healing. And the amazing thing is that once we're kind of starting to actually massage, the outer and so so the the vulva the outer part of the yoni and also the vagina the vaginal canal the cheese spot the 
different spots inside the cervix, uh, we start to release these tensions, this numbness. We start to um, sort of, first of all, acknowledge it and see, oh, this is there. Here I'm feeling a lot, but here there's nothing. And this is something that can be very empowering, first of all, to understand our body and be able to map it better, be able to connect our mind, our heart, and our vagina together and be able to go there fully. And yeah, I mean, ultimately what I've experienced with Yoni Massage is really um, deeper intimacy with myself, first of all, but also towards my partner. So I'm really um, able to communicate in a different way because um, it's not just about, you know, being flashy and having amazing orgasms in the first round. It's just about, first of all, exploring together and then acknowledging what's there. And just that is already a, an amazing practice for communication. And especially for long-term partners, I feel this is something very, very important to develop our sexual being further on. Yeah. yeah and so pretty much, I mean, there's heaps of benefits and I could talk for hours on what else your usage works on. But for sure, for me, it was a full-on kickstart in my uh, exploration and also in my empowerment as a woman. So, and that is huge for, for me, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would second everything you just said. <laughs> <laughs> everything that you were talking about, I was like, yep, I felt <laughs> that way or that happened to me too. Yeah. It was, Yoni Massage is extremely powerful. Like it was basically my initiation into my own body because it was amazing Beautiful. how much I didn't even know about the tensions and the stress that I was holding inside. Mm -hmm. And it definitely opened up uh, the ability to have cervical orgasms. I don't mm -hmm. think I've ever gotten to that point without yoni massage. So yeah, it's ex extremely powerful practice. Yeah. Same for me with the cervix. I think it's it's something so deep, so vulnerable inside of us. And at the same time, such a powerful pleasure giver queen <laughs> that it's, it's definitely, um, yeah, it's, it can be a huge potential for so many um, going beyond the clitoral. And, and I mean, not saying clitoral is bad or anything, but really being able to feel even more than that. And yeah, awesome. <laughs> Well, right now, I think it's maybe for people that don't know anything about yoni massage, it's mm -hmm. just like some fictitious massage. So could you just mm -hmm. give us like a breakdown of the process, like what's involved in it? Mm-hmm. Sure. So what I've discovered from um, different practitioners, um, of course, um, because it's it's sort of... I mean, ultimately, you could say it, it comes from a Tantra background, but I would say it's a very Western method, a very Western um, developed technique. And um, so, so there are different um, body workers and energy workers and somatic healers. And there's a huge mixture inside of the yoni massage. And of course, everyone has a bit of a different approach and a bit of a different way of, of um, teaching it or giving it. So, so what, what for me is um, what I've discovered is there's first of all, a sort of warm up. So um, 
for example, you can create um, an intention uh, why you're doing this practice and sort of be clear, not, not necessarily as a goal, but more as something like I want to be more open or want to feel more. So, so as sort of like um, just sending that wish, sending that intention to the universe. And then even when you are in a very orgasmic state, you could use that intention again at a later stage. Then the, the warm-up itself um, always includes for me as well a sort of connection ritual between the partner. So if you're doing it with your partner, um, there has to be definitely some sort of connection ritual. It's just um, much, much more deep uh, when if, if you don't do it and jump right to the massage itself. So, for example, an eye-gazing um, it's just so simple, you know, just what I gaze for a few minutes, acknowledge each other. You can do a certain breathing techniques together um, or really have like a shower together and wash each other's body. Like there, there's so many delicious um, rituals that you can do that I also teach in my online course. Mm-hmm. And from there, it, it really goes into a very normal full body oil massage or that's how i found is is most relaxing because as the receiver you really really want to be relaxed before the yoni is being approached so so just a really beautiful gentle sensual oil massage is just amazing and everyone loves that usually so uh, and and for anyone that's a bit scared with the yoni massage, but I mean, you can only go so far as it as much as it feels safe. So so this is still a very safe and very very uh, holding space. You know, just to experience touch from your partner and have that very sensual ritual can just spice up things already. Yeah. Then from there, um, it's really important to before the yoni is being approached that uh, we ask for consent so that we're really sure and that the receiver is sure that um, the yoni is saying a big yes to touch. So, and there's nothing wrong with also saying no. So I always encourage also the no because it's really about um, listening to our body. Is my body right now ready to receive, to be touched there? And then um, I usually guide my, my um, clients always into a sort of yoni heart ritual as well. So the yoni is being capped and the heart is being um, connected with each other. And it's just a very, um, yeah, very safe way of starting this. Um, and then from there, the, the juicy part starts. Uh, and it, it is still on the level of healing. So, so this part is, is very, very important to be very mindful and, and staying continuously in communication and also breathing together because it's, it can be such a um, vulnerable place. Um, or, yeah, that, I mean, emotions and tears and pain can core and that's why it's just important to really really feel safe with all of this and have a, a good and, and and trusted partner here so um you go into a sort of pussy shiatsu or different ways of stretching and de-armoring the outer parts of the yoni 
um, there are many, many different techniques that can be done, but it's um, pretty much a sort of shiatsu-like way of um, um, worshipping the, the yoni from the outside. And then um, further, once there's sort of um, a certain opening happening and perhaps certain tensions already are being released, um, of course, we can go inwards. There's also a very mindful way of doing this, a very, very gentle way of doing this. It is as if the yoni is sort of inviting the giver, not the other way around. So um, this, again, is always good to uh, ask again for consent, am I allowed to enter? Because it's, again, another step, another more vulnerable step. And um, actually, I always ask also um, the receiver, um, or if it's my partner, my partner asks me, um, so what, what, uh, how, how would your body right now like to be touched? Yeah. Because this way I'm again in control and also, well, control is a strong word, but um, in, in sort of, I have the choice and I can sort of understand and, and um, communicate what my body desires. Yeah. And yeah, the next step is is definitely going deeper within, exploring the different spots. But first of all, mapping everything. So you pretty much um, go through the whole vaginal canal step by step, inch by inch, and explore from zero to 10, whether you're feeling something or you're feeling nothing. Mm -hmm. And you sort of explore the different sensations there and also remember certain areas that might actually be, yeah, numb or painful. And then you kind of revisit them and again, use shiatsu and acupressure methods to uh, release and go deeper into that. And then once it's pretty much that's the healing part, then we more or less transition more into a pleasurable part where we're activating the cheese spot, where we also look into the, the cervix as well, but also include the clitoris too because she's a, a powerful supercharger for those internal spots. And yeah, pretty much include the whole spectrum um, I mean, it's not just that you work only there, you include the whole body again. And um, that's really, really something, a very, very powerful experience for women to, to you know, see the sexual energy move through our body. And it, it just starts at some point naturally to flow. And it's just incredible what, what realizations we can have with this. Um, and then, of course, we can kind of decide and, and see perhaps there is a certain pleasure peak or not. We can just sort of ride those waves, whatever is sort of happening. Perhaps there's another pain release or a certain release of healing. Often there's like a peak of pleasure and then there's a valley of emotion. So that, yeah, it can be just an amazing ride. And then at some point when the partners feel like it's enough also perhaps the givers exhausted because giving can be exhausting with you know kneeling and kind of being all over the person and so, so it's good to um really stop in the right moment listen to intuition and kind of give it a rest give it a stillness phase an integration phase where the givers lying there and sort of receiving the whole experience and 
really being in a space of witness and witnessing what just happened and also for the giver this is just amazing to witness the vulnerability and see like receive that gift of yeah um of seeing our partner so open so vulnerable and beautiful and that's i mean from all the givers that i know it's, it's just something magical so yeah. i can yeah recommend it to everyone to give it a try for sure <laughs> i'm sure everyone's like how do i sign up for that <laughs> <laughs> actually i have a little um free ebook where where i kind of um have all of what i just said again written i don't know if that could be helpful we can Absolutely. definitely link it and under under the show or something sure yeah, for sure i i signed up for your email list a long time ago and i got that and read through it i was like this is awesome awesome so if you want <laughs> everything mariah just said on paper i will put the link in the show notes and you can go download that for free from mariah <laughs> awesome <laughs> yeah and also of course your yoni massage course is that a continual course that you can mm -hmm. do any time or is it just certain times? Yes, yes, you, you can join at any time. Um, of course, there are sometimes discounts available, but if you join the list, you will get pretty soon an email with a discount. So that should be easy. And it's actually, um, we just um, released a lot of new material in it. So it's much more um, extensive and in-depth and and i also added a yoni self-massage module which is really really awesome for all the women that um are not able um to experience it with their partner because they might not have one or for any other reasons they might not want to do it so the yoni self-massage is as powerful in my opinion as the one that you do as a couple and um yeah a lot of my clients are really really uh, realizing this only now oh I could have done that earlier to do the self-practice and um, I mean we can use amazing crystal tools and toys for that to reach deeper and really develop a, an empowered practice through that yeah <laughs> beautiful okay well last question we have for you is what one tip or trick could you give us for becoming a multi-orgasmic mama <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that question. <laughs> so, I mean, this, what you just listened, perhaps some of you feel a bit overwhelmed um, and maybe some feel also skeptical, you know, okay, pff, I cannot imagine to receive this by my partner or by a stranger in a tantra massage parlor. So what do I do now? Well, um, I, I think it, it can really start with a very, very simple practice that I call the conscious shower practice. Mm, and I think it's actually perfect for all mamas out there because I know that mamas are always busy. They don't have a lot of time for themselves. <laughs> I haven't heard a mother yet that uh, is fully satisfied with her me time and you know how much uh, she she invests in herself i think there's always that we, we can do more and um i think the best way of um, setting the tone and um really starting our days in the morning so when when we're able to um have a, a 
self-loving ritual in the morning, it sort of sets the tone for the rest of the day and reminds us, oh, I could do this for myself. So the conscious shower is perfect because I think for most mothers, it's the only time in the morning where they by themselves inside the shower. So there are no kids around. You're just in the bathroom by yourself and it's your space. So that's the perfect scenario for, or the perfect um, moment for you to, to enter a, a sort of, um, yeah, self-loving state. And, and the conscious showers is pretty much a mindfulness practice where you are under the shower and yes, you might not have a lot of time, but this literally needs no time because you anyway need to shower. So why not take a few more minutes longer just to sort of really get the fullness out of it. So, so the idea is that you don't just shower, use just any soap and, you know, do very, very rough um, sort of cream your body in, in a rough way or sort of do it very fast and very shallowly or very un conscious no the idea is that you use a really delicious soap something that's just amazing to use something that inspires you on a senses level so something organic natural with perhaps some really beautiful scent that you enjoy and um you you rub the soap onto your skin and you're not just rubbing it you actually like gliding along your body and, and just really feeling that self-touch of yours and really going into that state of self-love while you're just showering pretty much. And, and I'm not saying you need to, you know, masturbate. It's not about that. I mean, if you want to go for it, even better. But um, it's really about that self-appreciation and touching yourself with more awareness and yeah, just feel the soap and the water cleansing you and sort of um, letting go of any weight and stress and worries that you might have and just let that work for itself. And what I also always do is um, after a step out of the shower, I use my favorite body oil. I have, for example, this amazing rose oil that I love to use. Um, and yeah, again, doing the same, like spreading the oil centrally on your body, really appreciating every inch of your body. Um, you can have a one minute breast massage if you feel like, or, you know, give your belly a nice rub. I, I know also many women are very insecure after birth with their bellies. So this needs extra love and extra caring and it's, it's just amazing if you do this instead of just a normal quick shower. It's just a very different way of, of approaching the day of starting your day. So I hope that was inspirational and everyone is doing conscious showers from now on. <laughs> Divine and luscious and yum. And I can't wait to try that out tomorrow morning. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so much for sharing, Raya, for everything, for breaking down the process so beautifully and don't forget to go download that, uh, that PDF 
from Mariah's website that I'll post in the link. Uh, down awesome. Below. So thank <laughs> you so much. It was great to have you. Thank you for having me again. It was really fun sharing this. <laughs> okay. All the best to you all. <laughs> Thank you.